Hello, this is Gerald Eastwood. This is a briefing on precisely who the conspirators behind the JFK assassination were. I am the stepson of John Stringer, the naval photographer who took the JFK autopsy photos. After 20 years of study and research, I'm revealing this information now. It is high-concept information. It is overwhelming information. Hollywood does movies based on this type of information. Sit down and have some popcorn, or if you prefer, a drink. You may need it. All of my information is from declassified intelligence documents. You may come to a conclusion also after listening to this podcast that JFK was perhaps the greatest president of the last century, in my opinion. I have information on how close we really were to nuclear war with Khrushchev. That's all in this podcast. And let me say that my prime book, Beyond the Pentagon UFO Report, is essential reading for all Americans. It contains the secrets of the universe and is very entertaining. It's available on Amazon, Beyond the Pentagon UFO Report by Gerald Eastwood. The bottom line is that this was a conspiracy. It was obviously either an international conspiracy or a conspiracy by high-level elements of the U.S. intelligence community. This information needs to go around the world. This podcast is one of my shorter ones, but it is high-impact. It tells everything from high-level declassified FBI and CIA memorandums. My take agrees with the opinion of LBJ. He told his mistress, Madeline Brown, per her testimony, that that Johnson confirmed the conspiracy to kill Kennedy, insisting that, quote, Texas oil and renegade intelligence people in Washington, unquote, had been responsible. Her take was that Johnson knew of the conspiracy, but obviously did not attempt to stop it. Brown said that on New Year's Eve 1963, she met with Lyndon Johnson at the Driscoll Hotel in Austin, Texas, and she asked him what really happened with JFK, and that's the answer she received. She has been interviewed extensively and also on the series The Men Who Killed Kennedy, a TV miniseries from 1988 to 2003. Let's get to the documents. On 18 October 1963, the FBI received a message from the CIA stating that on 28 September 1963, the American male known as Lee Oswald had been observed by the CIA informant inside the Russian embassy to be in contact with Soviet Vice Council Valery Kostikov, remember that name, at the Russian embassy in Mexico City. It was widely known to the CIA and to the intel community that Kostikov was a clandestine KGB officer with a cover consular position. He was a member of the KGB Department 13, the Russian Sabotage and Assassination Squad. He was a clandestine KGB officer. The Commission, the Warren Commission, the FBI, and the CIA knew from the photograph taken of this individual and the physical description of him He was 35, stocky, and he did not have any similar 
exactly similar facial characteristics to Oswald, that he was obviously not ex-Marine Oswald. Conspiracy should have been apparent right there from that point forward. On 24 March 1964, the CIA reported in a memorandum to the Commission on 22 and 23 November, immediately following the assassination of President Kennedy, three cabled reports were received from deleted in Mexico City relative to photographs of an unidentified man who visited the Cuban and Soviet embassies in Mexico City during October and November 1963. Based on these cables, the CIA sent several reports to the Secret Service, one of which was delivered by hand on 23 November 1963 that said, through sources available to it, the CIA deleted had come into possession of a photograph of an unidentified person thought to have visited the Cuban embassy in mid-October. This individual, it was believed, was identical with Lee Harvey Oswald. A second message to the Secret Service was delivered by hand again on 23 November and said, quote, the CIA headquarters was informed, deleted, on 23 November that several photographs of a person known to frequent the Soviet embassy in Mexico City and who might be identical with Lee Harvey Oswald have been forwarded to Washington by the hands of a U.S. official returning to this country. Then, shortly after 23 November, the CIA supplied to the Secret Service, who should have supplied them to the FBI, two two further photographs of the American male. These two photographs, now released from the National Archives, are large and clear. And this is a man between 35 and 45 years of age with curly and apparently darkish hair, powerful bill, no glasses, clean-shaven, attired in a white short-sleeved shirt. On 17 September 1964, being one week before the report of the commission that was presented to LBJ on 24 September 1964, the CIA wrote to the general counsel of the commission, Memorandum for Mr. J. Lee Rankin, general counsel, President's Commission of the Assassination of President Kennedy, subject Valerie Vladimirichov Kostikov, in reply to your request, in reply to your request, I am forwarding information on Valery Kostikov, one of the Soviet officials with whom Lee Harvey Oswald is believed to have dealt during his visit to Mexico City on 28 September to 3 October 1963. Kostikov and Yatskov are known officers of the Soviet State Security Service, KGB. The State Security Service is the principal Soviet intelligence service and is charged with espionage, counterintelligence, and related matters. It should be noted that Soviet intelligence and security officers such as Kostikov and Yatskov, when placed under official cover, are required to perform the routine and legitimate functions demanded by their cover positions in an embassy or consulate. I hope that the information given is responsive to the Commission's needs. Richard Helms, Deputy Director for Plans. They all knew it. 
all of the alphabet agencies, LBJ, the commission, everybody knew it, except the American public until many, many decades, many years later. Now, let's talk about what happened when JFK was president, the missile crisis with Khrushchev. This is not well-known information, but this is real information from intelligence sources. From April 1961 through August 1962, a colonel in Soviet military intelligence, Oleg Pinkovsky, with the aid of a Minox camera, photographed thousands of secret documents, directives, and material that is disclosed in detail that relates to Khrushchev's plan to eliminate the United States in a first strike, quote, rainstorm of missiles with the military advantage of a maximum radioactive fallout. Strike first and ask questions after the fallout, unquote. Penkovsky also disclosed that in October 1961, quote, general strategic military exercises will commence. There have never been exercises like this in the history of the Soviet Army. These exercises will have brought everything up to combat readiness, and it will then be possible to deliver a strike, unquote. Penkovsky's attempts to give his information to U.S. intelligence was refused, but he contacted an English businessman, Greville Wynn, who transmitted the material to MI5 and MI6. They passed it to the CIA. The British and Americans could almost not believe the enormity of the action contemplated by Khrushchev under his cloak of peaceful coexistence. But then the U-2 photographs confirmed the truth of Penkovsky's warnings. Kennedy and all of his advisors realized that mass destruction suddenly might at any moment occur. So on the morning of 22 October 1962, Kennedy disclosed and defined missiles in Cuba. And this definition of the missiles was possible only as a result of Penkovsky's detailed description of Soviet missiles. And following Kennedy's address on the afternoon of 22 October, Penkovsky was arrested. The Soviet authorities had realized that only he could have provided the Americans with the information that permitted immediate identification and evaluation of the missiles. This is Gerald Eastwood. The only easy day was yesterday. Good night and Godspeed.